Okay, guys. So I hope everybody's doing well. Um, I know that I, well, you may or may not follow social media. Um, perhaps you do. You know, I made a, it sounds silly that it's like a, I'm going to say statement, but you know, it's not like I'm Lionel Messi talking about moving clubs. Um, but yeah, I, I, made this statement that you know just suggested that I wouldn't be racing um in Lauren half marathon um and actually the the it's been a okay it's just been a tough few weeks and and I think I sort of touched on that a few times I actually it's why I wasn't sort of doing YouTube videos because um I I just found I wasn't as chatty, um. I, I and so they they felt YouTube for me. You know, I'm I, there's no arrogance in this. I'm just blessed in this way that I that I can turn on a camera or or flick on a microphone and just talk. Um. And and it was never scripted. It was never forced. It was never. Yeah. It, it was just usually what I was feeling that day. Um, and I think when you're quite emotional, there's quite a lot of feels, you could say. There's quite a lot going on. And so there's always something to talk about and discuss and, and sort of make relevant the runners and, and hopefully, you know, improve what they're doing. But yeah, the last few weeks, it, it's just been a little bit different. There's no point me making this out to be some kind of like mystery. You know, I, I just had been in a relationship for um quite a period of time and and you know it 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 phased out it it came to an end um I think I've spoke positively about that because you know this by no means was like the perfect relationship which I don't I don't think any relationship kind of is um and that was kind of like why there was almost like happiness in the sadness because you know I, I thought for both people you know this could be a you know a a better way <laughs> yeah I, I think I thought for both people that could be a maybe like a like a better future but I think what I've sort of learned over the last like god I did not think I would cry again this is apparently good for you my psychologist told me yeah, I, I I didn't think for either of us that, you know, life would be easy. And so I think the the bottom line is this is not to be um like harsh or blunt or anything like this, but this was this was far from the you know, the perfect relationship. In fact it was it was far closer to the other end of, you know, marginally not being a good relationship and, and that involved two people that just struggle with life I think sometimes and um find life difficult find sport difficult doubt themselves and doubt everything around them and I've openly spoke many many times about you know sport at times and running being I can go to a park and do laps at relatively fast paces and you know I, I find it quite easy I find it quite comfortable um but then there's a lot of parts of life that I just struggle with and um, I think that's what probably attracts you to other people perhaps that maybe you recognize that in them 
and then you you know you want to be there for that person help that person um and so that's why like there's no there's no ill feelings this is not like a i i would never ever um like bash something or somebody um and and i yeah i was lucky to share a lengthy period of time with what i probably found quite amazing was how much you could care for somebody else you know how much you could um want to see them like progress in life and progress in what they're doing and um yeah that's that's such an amazing thing to you know be a part of that but i think the <laughs> i joked with the you know i uh, i had a videographer come and film you know me train a little bit and i sort of said to him like i don't know at what point like when the when the signs become clear you know and and it's kind of like if he came to you know help me and um every time he came to help me you know he got a flat tire or you know something went wrong like you know by week like seven or eight and you're on your like seventh flat tire you'd probably be like shit buddy like this this kind of just isn't working out you know um and yeah, there there was a lot of those signs, is what you could probably say. But I think the the sadness which people will understand, I think, is just that like there's like an anger at life that when it that it's sad that you know two people want something to work and it just doesn't come together for those two people, or that you know, well, what what is it they say, you know, just not not meant to be. And so, yeah, I I, I don't really get sad. I mean, I get emotional at times, but it, but there's never really like a sadness. Um, and so I just find over the last like probably like month that it just it's a sadness I never expected to come. You know, if you if you'd have asked me six weeks ago, did I want that relationship for the rest of my life? I'd have probably said no. Um, and and that's so strange then when it when it's sort of like when you when you know it's kind of over that it's like shit like sadness can come that you didn't even really expect or, or you know, no was going to come. Um, and so I just find it difficult to then, you know, be upbeat or, or be positive or, um, yeah, like just preach possibly like tips and advice when it's like I'm, I'm, I'm fake because that's not real at that moment in time because, you know, I, I can't, I can't smile to a camera when I'm like, like, hurting on the inside and I and I very rarely kind of like open myself up you know I spoke about this in the podcast already where I just don't I don't allow it when whenever there is sadness or whenever there's like tears I just shut it off and I I stop that um and so yeah look that's the I didn't want this to be some kind of mystery I I didn't want this to be you know oh my god like what's this personal thing he's talking about I just I just, when there's two people involved, it's not as easy for me to just share without it seeming like I'm trying to, you know, have a dig or have a bash. And, and this, this person, you know, like this is one of my favorite people in the whole world. So, oh God, <laughs> those wee emotions, I'll get you. And so, yeah, like it's not, there's no, there's no bash in there. It's just like, yeah, it's just angry at the world. <laughs> Because, yeah, sometimes I just think, give people a break, you know? Like, if two people want something to work, like, just <laughs> just let it. 
but that's like yeah so look moving on from i don't know emotional it was more the lauren half marathon was a yeah it was an opportunity to test and push and and you know do a good hard effort that that likely was needed for berlin um but it but it's just one of those situations where i i just i just don't have it um running is it's all in the psychology on race day you know you can do you do all this training and it it gives you a a really good chance um that on race day when you know you the gun goes and 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 you know it's going to get the part where it's hard and and you have to then be willing to you know push you have to be willing to basically just put the head down and um uh, you know a long long time ago maybe like 12 years ago what are we 2023 yeah probably like 12 13 years ago i i hadn't broke 30 minutes for 10k i I think i'd ran like 30 40 or something like that and um i race a 10k and and goodness i think i went through 5k and like 14 30 like i was flying um and i get to like 7 or 8k and i sort of do the maths and you know, I, I think I could run 9.45 for the last 3K, you know, which is like 3.15 per K, something like that. Um, and I end up like doing the maths of how could I break 30 minutes? That was the maths, right? And that was kind of like this moment in my career, I suppose you could say, where I, I that was like such a cop-out, like such a like, not like weak move, but that's just what the brain tends to do naturally. And it's kind of like if you're trying to break three hours or, or you know, 90 minutes for a half marathon or, or whatever it is, you know, you're going to you're going to start calculating these calculations. And then I decided, no, I was like, well, it's 3K to go. So it's like, well, can you work hard for this next 1K? Can you work hard for the the, the next 1K? And so I end up running like 29, 13 maybe. And so, you know, I like go well under 30 minutes and it just made me think that like you you set these races up and you get to like three quarters in etc cetera, etc cetera. and it's like if if you've got the the psychology on the day you can you can get a great result if you've set it up really well for the first half or the first first three quarters and you know you don't have the psychology on the day you'll probably like jog it in and and it might look like a good result. It might, you know, sorry, I'm actually going to change that. It, it might look like a good result, but it won't feel like a good result because you'll probably look at it and be like, ah, you know, there was there was a little bit more there. And that's kind of where I'm at with with Lauren. You know, I, 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 I've trained, I've trained well. I mean, I've trained well for Berlin, which is something I really touched on. Um, I, I think when I look at how well prepared from a physiological perspective was I for Lauren you know it 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 wasn't it wasn't looking great um and and that can be confusing when I've said I've trained well and the fitness is good it it, it is but don't don't confuse the fact that training for a half marathon is much different than a marathon you can run a half marathon in the build-up to a marathon you can run a solid half marathon in the build-up to a marathon but if you want to run a really really good half marathon then it requires like a specific preparation that might come at a cost for the marathon. So it was different circumstances to previous, but in a 
in a way, training for the marathon can be, it can make you a little bit like soft. Um, and, and what I mean by that is like soft to higher intensity. And so because you're doing a lot of marathon type stuff and, and a lot of longer stuff because, you know, it's a 42K race, you can just get a little bit soft. And so I, I, I think I mentioned soft in like some of my social media stuff. And some of that referred to the fact that I was just okay and open to be sad and okay with being just not this warrior and this like fighter. Um, in fact, the, the, the warrior and the fighter, don't confuse that because if you're going to open yourself to be vulnerable and you're going to sit in a room, I, I, I sat last night, I, I watched The Last Samurai. Oh God, don't cry again for God's sake. <sighs> sat and watched The Last Samurai. I love The Last Samurai. Really, really good movie. And, and it gets to the end and like it goes over and then I just cry, <laughs> which sounds so like, what is going on? But it, but it's just part of grieving, you know. Like, um, like my partner was just at the World Champs, and so they're they're my ex partner, and and so it wasn't the time to grieve yet. That was the time to still be supportive and positive, and um, like be there for that person if they like, yeah, if they needed help or advice or or anything. But but I guess once it was all over, then you understood well now's the time you know and so it's been like an ongoing process even though like the call it breakup and stuff might have been like prior but it it doesn't happen that quickly I suppose you could say this isn't an instant thing and so part of part of being tough for a warrior is just sometimes letting go but but also being open to be vulnerable to allow the process of letting go to happen and so I was kind of wrong there but where the where it feeds back to, you know, Lauren, at, at, at the end of the day, I, I, I don't think I'd be doing myself a, a service or the race or, or anyone coming to support. Like, it would just be like, it would just be, yeah, it would be like a mediocre effort because that's all I'm, that's all I have in the tank, you know, in, in these next sort of few days or, or week. Um, I, I do it's not that I think things happen for a reason. I, I, I think it exposed, perhaps I got a little bit obsessed by, you know, the easy recovery running. I, I think I got a little bit obsessed by, um, you know, doing low lactate type sessions and, and keeping it really easy. And, you know, I joked with the physio the other night you know I, I i said like it's mad because if if i was back in 2020 training and you know i was up the mountain and and i'm not name dropping but you know you're there with mo farah and andrew butchard and bashir abdi and you know fuck like see if i'd a see if i'd a jogged in 200 meters behind or 100 meters behind and and you know look really comfortable and checked my lactate and you know said oh yes it's you know it's 1.2 <laughs> Gary, the coach who's, you know, Paula Radcliffe's husband would go, what the fuck are you doing? Fucking jogging in there. And and this is, you know, this is a coach that's coaching mass Olympic medalists. You know, I think three at this point. He, or four. He's going to say, what the fuck are you doing? He's going to say, you think I've ever checked these guys lactate? And, and this is where I'm not going to try to contradict myself here or give mixed messages. But this is where I think you you follow the science for you know, 50, 60% of the time and, and the rest of the time you, you just 
be willing and ready to work hard when you need to. And so every athlete's slightly different in their their makeup, both physiologically and psychologically. And so all I'm going to say is I get soft really quickly. And it's likely because... Well, I don't really know the answer to why it's likely, but if I, I haven't done like a certain type of training now for like seven weeks, which is like called aerobic power. Um, before I ran really well at Lauren Half Marathon in 2020, I, I pretty much did like aerobic power every week. And why aerobic power is quite interesting is because it's hard, right? So it's kind of like, it's kind of like we're going to go do, I don't know, like, let's pretend you're going to go do six times five minutes at kind of like call it like tempo and then you kind of do it with somebody and they're kind of like fucking pushing like every rep and you're like jesus like would they stop bloody pushing and that's when it's at that effort that's kind of like fuck like it's asking the question it's asking the question like can you can you do it can you keep up are you willing and you can is the answer but you have to like you have to like try that little bit harder that's kind of like aerobic power and so i find when i'm doing like quite a lot of that or I'm certainly keeping it in the program, like maybe once every two weeks or once every like, you know, back then it was once a week. Like, I just find I'm a bit tougher, <laughs> you know? It's not that I'm tougher. I think just physiologically and psychologically, and I, I, I mentioned both because both are equally as important. I think I'm just, I find the effort more comfortable. And so I, I talk about how I find that 6108, like really easy. And it doesn't mean that it was really easy. It's just that the psychology around effort had changed. That that's it. it. It's just that I had I had molded myself into this athlete that found hard work pretty easy. It was hard, but I had I I didn't process it as hard work. Whereas when I haven't done that sort of like aerobic power training or you know just just harder efforts and and this is the part where i'm saying i don't even it doesn't matter if it makes sense physiologically if it boosts that psychology which is fucking so important well then it should be in the program right and so i read a tweet um and and it doesn't matter it's, it's kind of irrelevant but i read a tweet by steve magnus you know good to follow on twitter um talking shite about how you shouldn't be doing reps after this that and the other and blah 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 and Safan Hassan shouldn't be doing this and I just thought like and this is gonna sound so harsh and I'm not trying to bash him but I just thought mate shut the fuck up this is a and everyone's gonna say drugs and all the rest of it and I'm just gonna go well, this is an athlete that's gonna win two or three medals at world champs and you're 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 trying to preach and tell her what she should or shouldn't be doing it's like shut up I'm sorry to swear but like come on like drop it and and it's kind of like sometimes what this athlete's doing and this is where like sports scientists will never get it because the brain's so like black and white and almost like so like autistic about things oh no you can't do that it's like yeah but shit if that gets her going and it makes her feel good and it's what she likes to do and then she races really well because she's happy well yeah get over it and and that's the part that you'll never quantify by like science or physiology. What does the athlete have to do to race well? Do that, you know? And yeah, so maybe like when I say everything happens for a reason, I, I recognize that there was this like weakness or, or so, that's so sad, softness, not weakness, <laughs> developing because of life things. 
And then after like a month of that, I, I end up being like, Stephen, what the fuck? Like, pull yourself together, you know? Like, the time for being soft is over. And and then like, I sort of look at like, okay, well, what else has been going on? And then I become like, I don't know, like, I suppose like you could call it like a fixer. I don't know if you've ever seen the tv series ray donovan it's a bloody good series but i i like to think of myself as like a fixer and I'm, I'm not going around beating people up like he does but i just mean like i can pull my shit together and figure things out and and it's like shit like fix it and so i i think had none of this ever happened then you know maybe i'd have been exposed to racing or or just you know carried on the way i was and got to berlin and and maybe not as being as prepared as like I could have been. Whereas, you know, I think back to that like 2020 period and I was just really tough. You know, I, I didn't, I wasn't finding life easy back then, but but at least I was out there doing the hard yards and training, some really tough sessions, some really tough days. And I don't know what the meant physiologically. I don't know what the, you know, the threshold data would have said. I have no idea. But I know that I was in a spot that when the race got tough and, and it asked the question, I know I, I just knew I was ready. I was like, yeah, fuck, let's go. I'm, I'm ready. So look, I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm sad. There is no doubt about it. I'm sad. There, there's part of me is, is hurting like I've never felt before, which is so interesting. Um, and I, I do handle life a lot better now, but there's still part of me that's, you know, hurting. But, but I know that it'll turn into a positive situation for, for myself and, and, you know, for, um, oh God, my ex-partner. And, and, and I think that's a really healthy thing. Um, there's a really good book called Who Moved My Cheese? And, um, it's just about how stubborn sometimes humans are because of all the effort they've put in and time and energy and sacrifice and whatever you want to call it. And sometimes we cling to things for longer than we should, um, but you know, look, I, 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 this is not all run and talk. Some of it is, some of it explains Lauren, but look, if there's, if there's anything in there that's useful for you, like, you know, embrace it. It's, it's okay to be sad. I, I don't tell people I'm sad so that, you know, I get like comforted. In fact, when I'm, when I'm like grieving, I, I'm very like, I, I try to do it alone. You know, I try not to pass that on. I try not to, even though like you're supposed to, and I've just bloody rambled on for 20 minutes here, passing it on. But yeah, I, I, I'm very, I isolate myself quite a lot. I take myself away from the world. Um, But yeah, like I, I think it's, I just, I just think it's okay. You know, I, I, there's not a God, I'm really hurting. Like, you know, cuddle me. It's more just like, it's just, it was a fact about Lauren. But I also just think, understand that i'm okay with it like i'm okay to feel sad i think it's a nice test i think it's a nice like opportunity to well like how can you handle that do you handle it well do you not do you still take care of your business i've just fucking worked on the house for <laughs> 10 hours a day and then i come inside sit down for 10 minutes and cry um it's not that deep it's not like that but but I, but it kind of is because i've just worked all day every day like my I can fucking barely pick my right arm up because my shoulder's so sore from, I don't know, I think I've built and rebuilt the ice bath about eight times at this point. I'm, even though I had a bloody working ice bath, but I, I've gotten this, like, I can fix it. I can make it better, you know? And yeah, there we go. But um, yeah, look, that that's all for today. No Lauren. Um, 
you know, life moves on a little bit. And I, I think it's a positive. Um, I, I think there was so much love and care like that I'm 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 confused because I, I sort of thought that's what it meant to, you know, be with somebody. Um, but you just have to look at the pattern sometimes. And yeah, there's bigger things at play, I suppose, in relationships. And it's like two magnets that are just seem to be resistant, even though they're desperate to want to click. But for whatever reason, it just doesn't click. But there's so much positives because, you know, there was a there was a lot of good came as well. Um, but yeah, that, that's about all I, I have to share. Um, I, I, the only reason I shared not doing Lauren was because I think when you, when you share so much and when you, um, talk so much about what you're going to do in races and, and, and share training and YouTube and podcasts, well, you know, that naturally develops interest for some people, you know, I'm lucky that for me, it kind of does. And so I know people likely would have looked forward to that in a way, but shit sometimes in life you just have to do what's good for you um and yeah so look god well it's not my first emotional podcast but it's not all bad that's what i was trying to say um but all right take care bye bye now